Welcome to She Vet Talks with career strategist and job creator, Sister Soldier. Now, you can have the blueprint for success in your career. Listen in to interviews with those willing to share their own strategies, processes, and challenges to help you create a plan for your own success. And now, your host, Sista Soldier. Hey there, it's Sista. If you tuned in to last week's session, you heard an ear full. LaShawn Holland dropped nugget after nugget for us to understand the commitment required to obtain financial freedom and learn how to create habits that would change our financial outlook, not only for your immediate family, but for generational wealth. LaShawn has helped thousands of individuals and many ministries discover ways to create a new financial blueprint. She's known as the Queen of Green, and she can always be found teaching others how to create a vision for their finances during her sessions in the Money School broadcast. This session was pre-recorded from our television show, She Vet Inspires. If you'd like the mastery notes from this segment, text hashtag navigate. That's hashtag November Alpha Victor India Golf Alpha Tango Echo to the number 240-623-5777 or visit SheVetInspires.com backslash navigate. Now you're invited to listen in to our conversation. Want to know more about avoiding transitional mistakes during your military transition? Text mistake. That's Mike, India, Sierra, Tango, Alpha, Kilo, Echo to the number 240623 5777 and download your free copy of the 10 most overlooked mistakes when transitioning from the military. If you watched last week's segment, you would know that I had a guest on there, which is named LaShawn Holland. She is the queen of green and she is the founder of Born to Multiply. We're continuing our conversation today, so why don't you help me Welcome, Miss LaShawn Holland. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What awesome conversation we are having in reference to what got you here. Yeah. You talk about your position of wealth and your experiences today that didn't happen overnight. Yeah, no. Yeah. So what was it like having the determination to provide the best education for your children and to launch them into success as you knew that was possible? Um, it was extremely hard. I had to keep it. We're a big vision family. And so we I kept the vision in front of me. I wrote it down. You know, when we leave out of our house, it's on the outside of the garage door. I had it mm. inside of my checkbook. I had it taped in different places in my bedroom. And so I had to keep the vision of what we were going after. And the vision will change, you know. What my goal in the beginning was just to get out of debt. 
And then once you get out of debt, you're like, okay, well, what's next? That's still not financial freedom. Most people think that financial freedom is the absence of credit cards or the absence of student loan debt or consumer debt. That's not financial freedom. I know a lot of people who don't have any credit card debt or any debt period that are not financially free. And so I uh, define true financial freedom is measured in time and not money. And it's, it's at a place where I'm no longer trading time for dollars to live the life that I want to live. And so for me, even once I became debt free, I'm like, okay, well, what's next? I'm still not financially free. And so I kept the vision before me, but you know, it was very tight. It was challenging at times. Um, when you are a trailblazer, and you decide to do something that one, you've never seen done before. You don't know anybody in your community or your environment or your family that has ever done it or even your church. You mm. know, a lot of times I felt like I didn't have any direction at my reach. And so you just have to just take out the sickle and just make your way the best way you know how but it wasn't easy and it didn't happen overnight for us. I mean, people see me on stages and they see where we are now and they make it look easy. Matter of fact, um, I had someone last week or just this week after I do a show every Monday called The Money School. And so after The Money School, I got a private message that said, can you talk about you know, the challenges? And because I briefly mentioned it, but she wanted me to be able to go deeper. And I am going to do a segment on that. But there were a lot of things. There were a lot of investments that we made that we lost money on that didn't work out for us. Mm -hmm. And so what keeps you going during that time? And there were times when I did feel like giving up, you know, but what I realized now, once I came out on the other side, that God was really teaching me about fortitude and endurance and both of what you need if you plan on building wealth or even just building a business, doing anything different. You're gonna need endurance, you're gonna need fortitude. And so I had to change my circle. I had to get around like-minded people. Um, I started not only doing affirmations, but working on my mindset and how I thought about things. And so did I wanna create a beautiful state of mind or did I wanna stay in a suffering state of mind? And those are the things that you have to answer you know, in life when something happens and things don't go as planned. One of the things that I teach is called the art of the pivot. I have learned how to pivot and say, okay, this didn't work out, what's next? You know, and so. Um, so instead of just sitting there and waddling in it about it didn't work out and oh, woe is me and how am I gonna look and you, you, didn't, you didn't let that sit and rest in that aspect. I didn't, and I didn't because I didn't feel like I had the time to. Mm. Remember, my kids were my why. And so, not that I was racing against time, but I was racing against time. Like I didn't have the time to pay attention to what didn't work out or what didn't go right in my life. You know, did I get down? Yeah, we, we went through a nasty lawsuit once with my builder. Um, and I felt like, you know, I was a loser there. And so, um, you know, God, one day God just sent somebody to give me a call and said, I don't know what's going on, you know, but I feel like I'm supposed to tell you that your latter end is going to be greater than your beginning mm. and to get up off the floor. She wasn't even at my house. How did she even know I was on the floor? Wow. Like I was in my son's bedroom on the floor crying wow. and she had no clue. 
And she told me that, and I realized that even during my most challenging times, that God was with me and that his promises didn't change because something didn't work out the way we thought it was supposed to work out. His promises didn't change. My vision didn't change, you know, because an investment didn't come through or I lost money or somebody ran off with my money. A lot of what I'm able to teach now came out of us losing money. And so now I can teach you what not to do. I can teach you how to vet an investment because I had to learn through losing. And so I often teach my kids, you either win or you learn, not that you lose. Mm. Something else that my pastor taught me years ago that I thought was very good, he was in my office and he said to me, LaShawn, believers don't fail, we just regroup. Mm. And so that is where the art of the pivot, learning how to pivot, when he said that to me, I understood you know, I can't think of myself as a failure because this didn't necessarily work out. I just need to find another way. And so I often tell my, my especially my daughter, find a way or make a way. Yeah. Because I believe that it's yeah. possible. So it, a lot has to do with mindset too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. I remember you when you talk about you and Zoe mm -hmm. how you um had a conversation one time you were saying what did I have in my hands mm -hmm. and how you you began to to look at what you had in your hands and you yeah. wanted to teach her that yeah. very same principle yes as to not to have to depend on anyone as a yeah. woman yes and to use what is in her hands yeah. can you share share that sure I remember being at church once and I heard some single women and they were older than I was but they were talking about I can't even remember I think we were talking about going to the spa and one of them made a comment and said when my Boaz comes I'll be able to go to the spa. And I just remember thinking, why do you have to wait on a Boaz? Why can't you just go to the spa on your own? Like that just, and I grew up, my grandfather took very good care of my grandmother, but I felt like she, you know, um, I was a commencement speaker at Bennett College and I used an example of how she used to drive me off when I would get out of the tub. And she will always tell me, God bless the child that has her own. I never understood until I became an adult what she was saying to me. And so I don't believe that a man should be a woman's financial plan. Mm -mm. And so I, <laughs> Say know, that again. <laughs> you know, I don't. And so I never wanted my daughter to be on a track to think that she can only do self-care yeah. because a man gives her the money to be able to do it. I wanted her to be independent and to know that God gave you your own path. You know, he gave you your own purpose, your own destiny. And one day that may include someone else, but you don't have to wait on them to prosper. You know, my grandfather used to always say, what do they bring to the table? If they're not bringing anything to the table, don't sit down and dine. Mm. And so what's your vision? And so if you have a vision for your life, you go after that vision. And so I believe that God has given everybody what I call a tag, a talent, an ability, and a gift. And so I believe that prosperity follows purpose. And if we can raise our children to really go after their purpose in life, you know, they will be much happier people. Yeah. So many people are unhappy in their jobs, you know, the jobs that they have. A lot of jobs that people have, they don't care about yeah. them. And so I wanted her to know that God placed gifts on the inside of you, you know, and he says that he blesses our hands to be able to prosper. 
And so Psalms one and three, he says, I'll bless what you do, but you mm. have to be doing something. Mm. And so if your hands are blessed, you know, just think about the gifts and the stuff that you have. And so I taught her this lesson when she was thinking about what she wanted to do in school and she would tell everybody fashion. And one day I said, stop telling people that because that you don't want to do fashion. <laughs> I bought you a sewing machine and it's been in the closet for five years in wow. the same box. You don't want to do fashion. You know, I bought you wow. sketchbooks and I've never seen you sketch anything. You don't want to do wow. fashion. But I noticed she was always passionate about helping people. Mm. And so we, I would pick her up from school <laughs> on her birthday and she would say, mom, how much are you giving me for my birthday? And I would tell her and she would say, okay, go give it to me in cash. And we would go around and she would find a, somebody who was living on the street and she would give them cash. And, and we would spend the afternoon with her doing that. And so I just started paying attention. That's a gift. Yes, Everybody's yes. not moved like that to help humanity. And so I went to her one day when she was like, I don't know what I want to do with college. And I said, well, what about social entrepreneurship? Look at companies like Bamba and, you know, the shoe company. Um, I can't think of the name of the shoes right now, but Tom's. Tom's. And so for every pair that you buy, someone else in an undeveloped country gets to wear shoes. Yeah. She lit up like a light yes. bulb. And that was her passion. So I always knew that no matter what she did in life, like I wouldn't be surprised if she called me tomorrow and said, I want to join the Peace Corps. Mm. That is, money doesn't motivate her in that way. Wow. And so I used to tell her, fashion is not it for you. You like to shop. Mm -mm. That's very different <laughs> from being a fashion designer. You like to shop. Like so to shop. figure out what you want to do. And so we started paying attention to her gifts and her abilities. So when we were looking for colleges for her to go to, it had to have a social entrepreneurship mm. program yes. in there for her because that's who she was created yeah. uh, to be. Yeah, and that's something that you can't shake. She Bet Inspires, She Bet Inc. is yeah. a social entrepreneurship yes. Yes. Uh, company. And um, it's, it's, it's something different that about being able to give back, yes. you know, and I've noticed that about her. That's, yeah, even that's her senior year, awesome. every single day after school for her senior year, she was reading to kids or, you know, helping tutor kids or she would go to a retirement home and play checkers or something with, you know, or paint their fingernails or yeah. something. And literally every single day after school, she was volunteering, putting together sandwiches for the Maryland Food Bank or I mean, she lights up and gets excited about mm. that. So I knew that was a passion. That's her call in yeah. life. So I'm not going to make her be an engineer or a mathematician or an accountant when that's not what she was created to be. And yeah. so I think we need to start paying attention to our kids, even their gifts, and then encourage them you know, to be that who they were created to mm -hmm. be. That's mm -hmm. where you find happiness and joy. And so yeah. that was important for us that our kids are who they were created to be, not necessarily what, you know, everybody else thought they should be or the track that they should be on. And so again, I believe everybody has talents and abilities and gifts. And so what you got to tap into what that is. And so you can use that to create different revenue streams in your life. Yeah, I think it's important because even with our grandson, I happen to, I pay attention to that. Yeah. I believe that even myself, whereas I got I, I took the long route around because I didn't pay attention to my gifts, 
and my desires, my passion. Yeah. I went into the military and I believe that was the route that I was supposed to yeah. take and I, nothing didn't just happen. Yeah. But I think that that could also be cut down a lot if parents and, and grandparents were to pay attention to what are what what's what are their children starting to display yes. instead of trying to direct them into something yes. that society says that's good and yes. the job is not always the answer it's not it's framing them for to work for someone yeah. else because they may be an entrepreneur on the yeah. inside yeah. and so i believe that is so so true and so we gave her the opportunity to decide whether she want i just feel differently about college i feel mm -hmm. probably my husband and i have a different philosophy than most parents about college both of my sons have graduated to college but it was something that they wanted to do and we just changed our mindset of why they were there. We did it more so of uh, Jonathan, because he was living out his dream. It was a dream of his since he was in the fifth grade to play football on the D1 school on the next level. So he was living out his dream. But for my oldest son, we did it for connections. Mm. You know, just finished school. Who, who are you going to meet? His Rolodex is a whole lot different than what mine is wow. at his age. And so... Um, but I do think it's important that we pay attention to what their gifts are. We're so busy living life and trying to make it. You know, a lot of parents, you say you went into the military, but, you know, it was all they knew. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so we're formed by that. Yeah. You know, it's the things that you hear growing up. It's the things that you see growing up. It's the things that you experience yeah. growing up that really does shape your blueprint. Mm -hmm. And so it's all we knew. Even now, my parents still don't understand why Adam didn't go get a job after graduation. He has a degree in economics. How come he's not working? What job is going to pay him where he yeah. can make almost 300% a day mm. in the market? Like, no job is wow. going to pay him that. Wow. And they don't That's understand that. That's a mindset that. of, it is. of it, having to be secure. Yes, yes, yeah. security. But yeah. we don't have that, and they don't understand that our economy is so different than what it was. Then even I had this conversation with a, a pastor yesterday. Our educational system is so archaic in this country. And so when you look at when college, how it was structured in the industrial age, we were in war. And so they were producing kids to go work on the assembly lines. Mm. Well, we're no longer in the industrial age, we're in the information age. And the internet has changed so yeah. much. And so our kids now are not just competing with Johnny that's sitting next to them, they're competing with kids in China, kids in India, kids all over the world. And so you have to teach them how to create their own avenues of opportunity. And if we don't, you're gonna be left behind. And so I just think, I mean, I get where my parents are coming from, yeah. but they're baby boomers. Yeah. And so I, that's the mindset that they have. They just don't know anything different. Mm -hmm. And so we just felt very differently about our kids. If they wanna go work for someone, that's their choice. We just wanted to be able to give them options. Yeah. Ooh. We're going to take a break and you're watching She Vet Inspires with Sister Soldier and Miss LaShawn Holland of Born to Multiply. We'll be right back. She Vet Inspires has partnered with America's Heroes Group to create a platform for your voice, announcing She Voices, a medium for women who served in the military to share their thoughts, concerns, and creative flow through television, radio, and print. Connect with the community of women and providers who stand for your pursuit of happiness and finding your voice.
you're watching She That Inspires with Sister Soldier, and I have with me my guest, Miss LaShawn Holland. And we left off when we were talking about how different society is and the education system is today. You often talk about the mindset. I love how you mentioned that you had your vision everywhere you went, in your garage, in your wallet, and it was visible to you mm -hmm. daily. Mm -hmm. How important is that and what type of things must we do in order to shift our mindset? You know, I think vision is extremely important and I think we're raising a society that lacks vision. And, you know, vision is very different from goals. Uh, for me and so goals are just simply things that you put in place to help get you closer to the vision but I believe everybody should have a vision for their life and everybody should have a vision for their money mm -hmm. and so um, in order for me to create that and do that I knew I had to get rid of the unprofitable thought patterns that I had and habits that because I had credit card debt when I started out I had student loan debt when I started out um, but again, your, your mindset really is formed by what you heard growing up, um, the things that you saw and the things that you experienced. And so I really did have to take internal inventory. One day I just sat down with something as simple as a piece of paper and a pen and said, okay, what did I see when I grew up about money? Mm -hmm. what, and I wrote all of it down. What are some of the things that I heard about money growing up? and I wrote it down, and then what, what are the things that I experienced about money? And none of that stuff was true. And so again, my mom was a single mom, and so I went to live with her when I was 13 years old, and she struggled, I watched her struggle. So inadvertently, struggle became a part of my blueprint, and I didn't realize, I thought everybody struggled because most of the people that I knew was living just like my mom and I. And so when I began to see, God allowed me to see glimpses of how wealthy people begin to live. And I saw something that was different. And so in order to be that, I knew I had to change my mindset about it. And so how I began to reshape my mindset was listen to personal growth, um, you know, tapes and CDs. And I started attending seminars so I could um, just reform, reshape how I believed on the inside because how you believe about money really is the habits that you create around it and how you treat it and it becomes relational so I knew I had to fix the dysfunction around how I treated money and thought about money if I really wanted to be able to change the money that appeared in my bank account you know if that makes sense and so I think yeah. mindset is such a big part if you want to be successful in anything I don't care where, what it is not just in wealth we, when my son wanted to become the best at his position, you know, there were things that he had to work on on his mindset and how he thought about it. And so mindset is such a big part in our household. We talk about it a lot. My kids have grown up talking about wow. it. And there's an excellent book that I read by uh, Dr. Carol DeWick. It's called Mindset and how we don't cultivate a growth mindset in our kids and society anymore. And so that book was very instrumental and me changing how I thought about success, business, my life, you know, and building wealth. I often think about, um, you've, you've just been such an instrument in my growth financially, mindset, and 
just um, vision and wanting to be all that God has called me to Amen. be. Amen. And so I often, when I go places, I think about when you were in shifting your mindset and mm -hmm. you would go and sit into <laughs> the home of that was being built. Those uh, mansions. Yeah, yeah, the mansions yeah. and eat lunch. Yeah. And that I, I thrive on that because I too, I will find myself doing things like that. If LaShawn did it, then I'm doing it. Yes. And I feel the difference and it, it, it puts me in a different mindset. Yes, it does. So, um, it does. So that story was, we used to live, um, up the street from a neighborhood that was being built. It was, they were building mansions. And I would go, you know, I laugh every time I think about this. I don't know what I was it doing is, at that time. It, but it did some work. I would take a brown paper bag, my lunch. I couldn't afford to go out and eat. And so I would pack a brown paper lunch bag. I was pregnant um, at the time with my second child. And I would sit in these mansions and I would eat lunch. And it was to the point where the sales team knew who I was. They knew me by name. And they wouldn't <laughs> bother me. And I would sit down in the living room of these show houses eating my lunch. Can, wow. I, can you imagine they're bringing in other people to show a home wow. and they have this lady sitting here eating out of a brown paper bag. Wow. But, but for me, I needed to get something different in my eye gate mm. of what was possible. And so my kids were, I forgot I used to even do this with them until my son reminded me recently we were on the stage together talking and he shared how I would take um, him and his brother and his sister to gated communities and I would wait for someone to open up the gate and I would hurry up and go through and I would drive through the neighborhood and I would tell them employers live here not employees and so what am I doing now I am forming their blueprint for the desire to be someone that creates opportunities and jobs for people in society yeah. and this is how they live they live very differently and so I just started teaching them just different things we would ride through neighborhoods and I would make them write down on a piece of paper I want you to count all the check cashing places all the pawn shops that you see all the payday loan places in this neighborhood and then I would take them to a wealthy neighborhood and say okay write down how many do you see and their pay pages would be blank. And so mm -hmm. I would use those as teaching opportunities for them growing up, but I made it a point to always keep something different in their eye gate. You know, when I'm riding in the car, I'm always listening to a podcast or something educational, or very rarely do I have my radio on at all, um, because I think it's important for us to take time out just to think. Yeah. Um, and I had a billionaire teach me that to sit down and, and spend time, create the space in your life to just think. And so I did that so I could see something different. Most people who were getting Jet and Ebony magazines delivered to their house, I started getting different magazines like Rob Report and Worth and W and um, I just changed what I was feeding my mind and what I was putting in my eye gate because I believe eventually it gets into your heart. Yes. You know, and then yeah. it'll manifest in your life. And so I wanted them to see something different, hear something different and experience something different. Yeah. I really hope that you were able to grab your hook and understand and get some vision, yeah. understand a lot of what LaShawn was speaking of if you want to know more about her, you'll find more on She Vet Inspires, and you can also follow her. 
Um, again, she is the author of Born to Multiply. She is one of my mentors, and I just love her to life. Um, she changed my mind and my mm -hmm. life for the, just the blueprint alone. Yeah. I remember mm -hmm. when you taught that, and um, it helped me to understand that a lot of the habits that I had didn't just form from me. That's right. They were inherited. Yep, they and were inherited. so being able to point that out was able I was able to change that. So when we know better, we do better. That's right. And so this is an opportunity for you to be able to look to see where you can make change in your life and start that um, that road to wealth and learn more and find her book and just, you know, get ground your heels in and make that change and make that difference. Whew, thank you for joining me here today. I am ever so grateful that you've tuned in. Please share this video, this show with everyone that you know, because why somebody, somebody needs to hear this. I'm your host, career strategist and job creator, Sister Soldier, and you've been watching She Vet Inspires. Deuces. You've been listening to She Vet Talks with Sister Soldier and LaShawn Holland with Navigate Your Financial Future. If you'd like the mastery notes from this segment, text the pound sign, November Alpha Victor India Golf Alpha Tango Echo to the number 240-623-5777 or visit SheVetInspires.com backslash the pound sign, navigate. Deuces! Interested in advertising on our television show or podcast in the SheVet Network and accessing over 4.2 million viewers or listeners? Text advertise. That's Alpha, Delta, Victor, Echo, Romeo, Tango, India, Sierra, Echo to the number 240-623. 5777. Thanks for listening to She Vet Talks. If you like what you heard, check out our master classes at SheVetInc.com or find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at SheVetInc. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss a single episode.